it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Got another double feature episode. Got two artists on the show today. We got producer and beat maker Smokewell to talk about his new album, Smokewell Presents, the Northern Lights Tape. We'll talk to him about that album and much, much more. And also we have Jamal Gasol to talk about his new album with Deuce Ellis called Oxtail. Before we do that, I'm going to read some words on my phone and you guys should pay attention to what I say. Since 1988, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office, sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter any package, anywhere you want to send, and you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new rate advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in P-O-D. That's stamps.com, promo code POD, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. This is the Infinite Banter Podcast. Welcome to the show. Once again, I am DJ Soundwave. Thanks for checking it out. Appreciate everybody's been listening. Getting close to episode 100. I'm trying to figure out some stuff for that one. We'll see how it goes, but definitely stay tuned for that. But I want to give a big shout out to my last guest, Confident. His new album, Con Volume 1, is out right now. Don't sleep. Go check it out. And go check out that episode if you've not heard it. We played three songs from Confident. Two of them from that album, Con Volume 1. So definitely check him out. Had a blast talking with him. He's got so much history. Been in the game for a long time. So just hearing his stories, talking about Karis One and Buckshot and everything like that. I had to pull out that album, Survival Skills, at Buckshot and Karis One. I was a little bit off. I was saying it was like 2006. It was more more like 2009 that that album came out so whatever (laughs) all of it's a blur man i'm getting old but yeah that album was a big deal when they both put it out together karis one and buckshot and the fact that khan was there for the inception of the the idea of that album and then it actually happened man it's incredible so go back and check out that episode today we got another double feature we got two artists on this episode here we got my guy smokewell up in canada he's got a new album out he does all the production and the beats And this one is a real banger, 17 tracks on here, all Canadian artists. The album is called Smokewell Presents the Northern Lights Tape. We'll play a couple tracks from that album and talk to him and see what he's been doing and what to expect as well from this album, as well as other things in the future from Smokewell. And then we got Jamal Gasol to talk about his new EP, Oxtail, with Deuce Ellis. Play a couple bangers from that and talk to him about what Oxtail actually is. Like, why is it called Oxtail? And do I actually want to eat Oxtail? And (laughs) stuff like that. So stay tuned. Smokewell and Jamal Gasol are here. They kind of are close to each other. You know, he lives up in Niagara Falls and then Smokewell's in the Toronto area. So pretty close. We're, we're going to go to the Great White North like my guys Doug and Bob McKenzie, the McKenzie brothers. Anybody who watches SCTV should know what I'm talking about. Big fan of those guys. All right, let's get into it. This is the Infinite Banter Podcast. Check it out on all streaming platforms. Spreaker's one place you could go to. You could also find it on Spotify, iTunes, 
Deezer. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Infinite Banter Podcast. Rate and review the show on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. And you can find clips from past guests on this show on YouTube. Just type in the search bar Infinite Banter. All right, let's get into it. Without further ado, let's talk to Smokewell first. Then after Smokewell, we'll talk to Jamal Gasol. But before we do that, the show doesn't start until the one and only DMC kicks it off saying this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. Before we talk to Smokewell, let's play a track from his new album, Smokewell Presents the Northern Lights Tape. This right here is one of my favorite songs on the album. This is Until Then featuring Adam Bomb, and this right here is a straight banger. So stay tuned for Smokewell, but before we talk to him, let's go ahead and play this track. This is Until Then featuring Adam Bomb, Smokewell, his new album, The Northern Lights Tape. And on the other side of this, we'll talk to Smokewell himself on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Let's go. Sometimes I think of all the futures that I could have had And wonder if my past pursuits have done more good than bad If I had only listened to my teacher's words Mama might have had them riches she deserves Forties diamond, Jesse shining, sun real right behind them I spot a fire, on my lunch and feel inspired by them But I'd be lying if I said it didn't hurt my soul Not that I'm better, just upset I never earned my role I dug that grave solo, I burned bridges, I stayed local I hate the business, I ain't social And it's hard to remain hopeful when what you trying to make Isn't made for the masses Cause numbers are why names get raised to the rafters That's just in the end how it gotta be Plus constant attention's not for me So even if I believed in this and succeeded It's never problem free Honestly, I don't wanna see what the fall from grace is about I done a lot with the luck I got It's my fault the day it run out But until then Until then until then, until then, who know what life got in store? I spent whole nights on the floor, afflictions, addictions, I fought those fights long before, my heart is pure, my conscience clean, my pride won't let me stop which mean, my mind is fried, but when I die, inside's a memory and not a dream, my problems seem easy to fix, those got it worse don't need me to bitch, just realize a quick feeling highs the curve lows, cause I know it deeply it hits, and it's worth the trade, believe that. There's a better way, I need that Cause they may have said brighter days ahead But I still can't wait to see that And I wonder what age I'll be at When the poison dies and the joy arrives And I can look forward to occasions Cause the faces of places I avoided times I don't want regrets, I want relief Can't fight my darkest hours Cause they might go on for weeks So I sleep hoping to sleep forever Laying in my bed Tired of being tired so I'm saying in my head Tomorrow might be different Tomorrow deserves a shot Cause what if tomorrow all the hurting stops? Until then Until then Until then Until then
What up, world? It's your man's Brock Abraham. Over here, my man, Mark. Infinite Banter Podcast. Check it out. Peace. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now, I'm joined by a hip-hop producer and beat maker. His new album, Smokewell Presents, the Northern Lights tape is out right now. 17 tracks of straight fire. Welcome to the show, rep in Cambridge, Ontario, the one and only Smokewell. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. 17 tracks of straight fire. That's a, wow, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's 16. Maybe it's one that you feel like is no, not it's as... No, se- it's 17. Maybe you didn't like one or two. I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> no, man, this is, uh, you know, I was going to say before we even get into, you know, the, the tracks individually, you don't see many 17 track albums anymore. It seems like everybody's dropping six songs, seven songs, eight songs, 17, man. This yeah. is like the old days when they got like a real album, like full tracks, you know, no filler, just straight to it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I've been talking to people about this, but one of the things people ask is like, you know, how many did you cut from the album? And I think the answer is like two. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I worked, I've been working on it for three years, so it takes a long time to get this many rappers to, you know, get on the joints and get them properly mastered and everything else. But yeah, it, uh, it was a long, long project, but there was not a lot of, uh, not a lot of filler given to me. So it was, it was easier on my part. Yeah, man. And I was going to ask you that too. You've got so many different artists on here. I think the only one that's on here twice is Adam Bomb, but for the most part, everybody is, you know, they got one track or so. And how is it working with so many different artists? And like you said, you had a couple of years to do it. So I'm, I'm assuming you didn't put any pressure on yourself to get this thing released. It was just more or less like just getting everybody together. Like, how did you pick the artists? How did all that come together? That's a lot of questions embedded. In it one, is, man. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> let me try. Okay. So let me let me tell you kind of how it started. I was, um, and, and I put this in, in releases on uh, Instagram and stuff. But, you know, I was, uh, it was Christmas holidays. I was sitting here, you know, just, I think I was drinking Grand Marnier at the time. Just like listening to some beats. There you go listening to some some new shit that was going around and i said you know like i've always worked with uh u.s based artists right except for uh shark shout out shark he he he, he's on the album here but um you know so i said you know why don't why don't why am i working with all these u.s based artists i know i live in canada like why am i not part of the scene here right you know truthfully the scene here isn't there there isn't much of one living like downtown toronto and there's just not a whole lot of you know, for for big you know, like you could probably i don't know i don't know your your hip-hop uh you know tutelage but you, you could probably take two hands and name all the canadian artists that you know that you've seen in the mainstream right so right um shad yeah so you just they, they don't get the exposure and that's part of what kind of pissed me off it's just like you know there's a lot there's got to be a lot in this area so yeah i mean initially i just there was a few people i had in mind and i just uh, it was a search for me at that point, right? Because I said, like, I hadn't been involved in the scene enough, and shame on me. But then it just, you know, it's, it started to snowball. And I just started connecting with more and more people. And I'm I'm very, very picky. So, you know, there was... <laughs> There was a lot of people that were that were mentioned to me to me that I was just kind of like nah like I can't can't do that but um and no disrespect to them I'm just a picky guy and I like what I like right for a guy like me to be able to put out a 17 track album is insane to me personally like when I sit here and look at the track list because yeah it, it took a long time and to be honest I sat on it for a year this has been done for a year and I just didn't know how to release it I you know I probably I probably <laughs> reordered the tracks like 17 times oh, wow. and this is why uh, you know this is kind of why 
I called it the Northern Light Tape is because um, at the end of the day, it really sounded to me like there was an A side and a B side to it. And, and when you listen to it, you actually hear the, the, the tape clicking and like you're turning the tape over. So I got my engineer to do that. But uh, That's awesome. Man, and talk about the, the cover art too. I, I, I love the, the skulls and the you know, sitting in the chair, just relax, kind of like what you've been talking about, you know, when you're, you're making this thing, you know. It's bizarre, man. <laughs> this dude Shay that did the cover art, like he he does wicked stuff. But when he sent me this, what the fuck is this? I love it. <laughs> you know? And then and then from there, because like he he had, he had a bunch of templates that he was sending me that like he just done had the um, had the text and whatnot. And he sent that to me, and I was like, dude, that's just crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I need it, <laughs> man. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of how that came about. And that was uh, he was a referral from another guy that that I've been working with. Um, so um, yeah. Yeah, the cover art is crazy. I've shown it. I, I think I showed it to my mom, and she was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were into this shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Like I remember talking to him about how he made this, and I was like, "Like, how did you even make this? Like, obviously you didn't." Fly- and he was like, you know, it was like, it's it's obviously a picture to start, but then he had to find the skulls all looking in the right directions and shit. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> it definitely catches you as soon as you see it. You know, I'm like, all right, let me see what this is about right here. And, uh, you know, you talked about the scene in Canada. And I mean, a lot of these MCs are from Canada, if not all of them, right? You said every single one of them on here is a, is a Canadian artist? Every single one. Salute, man, because, you know, you're putting me on to a lot of artists I'm not familiar with. And to see their names, it's like, okay, now I need to look up Danielson. I need to look up Sharp. Notion, you know, all these artists that are on here. And this is crazy. This one thing that I want to ask you is before listening to this album, did you recognize any of these names? I can't say that I knew any of them. Yeah. So you definitely schooled me on that. That's that's what I'm talking about, man. Like I was unaware and like I became fans of all of them just from hearing these tracks. And like I said, I want to hear more from like Adam Bomb. That first song like just hits you. I'm like, man, who is this dude? How come I don't know who Adam Bomb is, man? (laughs) Dude, and it's just crazy. Like Adam Bomb is, you know, I think I think, you know, he technically now goes by the legend adam bomb but he's legendary here like if you know canadian hip-hop you know who adam bomb Uh is and you're a fan but you know when you go to uh like adam bomb's instagram like it just it doesn't add up like you got some guys out in fuck i don't know like call it chicago you got like the worst mc in chicago (laughs) some trap beats right right? and he's got forty thousand followers you look at adam bomb he's got like I don't know, like, and I'm not downplaying this. He's got like three thousand followers. Like, how the fuck does this guy have three thousand followers? He's one of the best wordsmiths I've ever heard. Rap. You know what? I mean? And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying in Canada. I'm saying ever. Right. Like, it's it, it's insane to me. And it's not like he hasn't he hasn't done his thing. Like, this guy's won. I think he won a um or a Juno. Sorry, I think it was a Juno. It wasn't a Grammy, but you know the Canadian equivalent. But still, like, <laughs> he, he's 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 been doing it, and he's been doing it for years. Right. And it's just it's and this is this goes back to my point that Canadian artists don't get it. Just the music doesn't get out there like it should. The underground stuff, right? Like. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. No, man, I I totally feel you. I feel like, you know, like Chicago's not, you know, it's not really that far, you know, from from where you guys are, but far enough, apparently, to where, you know, I know about Cardinal Official and, you know, Chocolaire, guys like that, but that's going way back, you know, but current guys, yeah, I'm way, way in the dark on those. So I definitely appreciate this album for opening my eyes, the Northern Lights, and and seeing, showing me where, you know, the true MCs are. For sure. And, and, you know, when you look at the track list and you look at 
are. Some of these guys are, are older guys. You know, they're veterans, and some of them are like the newest. So it, that was kind of cool as well because um, obviously you, you listen to the album, it's it's more of a boom bap style album, right? I mean, I, I don't think there's a good, good confused with uh, you know some type of trap beat or. No, no. Remotely. <laughs> remotely. <laughs> no, uh, man. Mainstream or, or new school type stuff, right? So it's nice that, that I was able to connect with some of these newer guys and say, like, you know, here's the beats, and they still, they rock them. And it, it takes me back to kind of like that, you know, when Joey Badass came out, and he was, it was, like, refreshing to hear a young guy who was rocking those beats. So I, I got a bit of a, a, you know, like a nice nostalgic feeling from that. It was nice. Oh, man, I remember when Joey first came out, I was just like, yes, here we go. A young cat sounded like some dude from the 90s. I could definitely get into this. Now, he obviously branched off and did some other things beyond that, but you're right. And, you know, that first track, Until Then, with Adam Bomb, I mean, I, it kind of had like a classical music vibe to it, too, which I kind of dug. You know, it kind of felt like yeah. there was like a, not really an orchestra, but there was a lot happening. It felt like musically in it, and it really set the tone for the album. That's interesting. I wish I remembered where that sample came from. <laughs> Don't give it away, though. Um. And you know what's funny, too, is uh, I, I checked my email the other day, and I get the Apple Weekly Artist Update. Part of it is not just plays, but it tells you how many times your songs have been shazam right? Oh, and wow. I'm thinking, like, why the hell would somebody want to Shazam my song? They're already listening to it, right? Ever heard of the, uh, the website Who Sampled? Yeah, that's a big one. That's probably, I bet that's what it is, right? They're trying to figure it out. It is, dude. I, I, yeah. I, I searched myself on Who Sampled, and I was like, holy shit shit you know like samples right <laughs> people, people are snitching on me here damn <laughs> this is awesome. yeah well i guess it's only bad if you hear from that artist like hey i'm the granddaughter of so-and-so and you took his violin <laughs> we want some money <laughs> Um, they're definitely never going to find that sample. But, you know, it's some <laughs> of the other ones. I think the two tracks that are on there that I think were the uh, the Youngstish track, Who Would Have Thought, and Something's Wrong featuring uh, Theology 3. And both of those songs have, have uh, vocals. So, I mean, you could have just Googled the vocals and found those samples. Like, there you, know, you go. You have to try a little bit harder to get the rest of them. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If you go back to the old days of hip-hop, you know, with DJs putting the white labels over the record so nobody could see what they were blended together and all that, it, it kind of goes to the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, man. It, right. You know, sometimes people get hung yeah, up I'm in a, like, I'm what's a, the sample and everything, but just listen to the song and, you know, pay attention to the music. But yeah, I got you. Yeah. I, and, and when I sample, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not a stickler, right? Like if I find a good sample and it's on a soul record and I don't have pitch it up or pitch it down, I don't have rules of this shit. Like I'm not like, okay, this sounds great, but in order to be like a true beat maker, I got to, you know, lower the BPM and I got to pitch it down and right. I got to chop it this way. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Like if it sounds good as a loop, just loop it, make the beat but um yeah i will tell you like after this experience and people be able to find shit like that i i'd like to put out an album with uh some really uh strange stuff really tuned down like 150 percent chopped up and you know like <laughs> challenge people like find any one of these samples i'll give you 100 bucks right yeah, Shazam this. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, try it. Try doing this. No luck. You exactly. have zero chance. And going back to the album, the second track that Pasquale suits, man, uh, with Danielson, that's another one. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like to me, like the first three or four tracks, it's just like hits you so hard. You just really, you, I'm, I'm ready for the whole album. It's like you you really, the way you set up the track listing, I know you talked about it took a little bit of time for you to figure out where to, which goes where, but I feel like uh, you really caught me as a listener with those first three or four songs on here. Yeah. 
And um, that wasn't by mistake. I mean, I definitely engineered that. And I don't want to. I don't want to downplay anybody's name here, and or big up anybody else, or smoke up anybody's ass. But like, you look at the names on this album. Um, Adam Bond's a huge one. Daniel Sun's a, a, a huge one. I say I shouldn't say both in real talk. Like these guys are uh, you know household names, right? Right. Um, and then the Alliance. I mean, they just put out an album. VLXL. Uh, I think it's called Street. You need to check that. I'll send you the link after because that album's crazy. But um, just, and then Young Stitch. Ever heard of Young Stitch? He actually won like a Freestyle Friday rap battle on like an open stage in LA or something wow. with like 50,000 people there. Man. <laughs> I mean, this guy is humble as fuck, great dude to work with. Um, but he was one of the younger guys that I'd never heard of until I started making this album. And I, you know, I reached out to him. He's cool. Um, and then I started learning the history and I was like, this is crazy. Like, I mean, so I did kind of go on a bit of a run to start. But then it carried. When I listened to it, I'm just like, holy shit, like this really does carry. And there's, I mean, I don't know find a weak track on there i can't they're nah. they're good that's why i call them 17 tracks of fire man that wasn't just to gas you up i mean that was <laughs> that, that was legit man but you know there's nothing worse than uh you know what like back when you used to buy cds and uh, again we don't we don't necessarily need to date ourselves but i was born in 86 so i started buying cds and like you know like 96 to 2002 would have been a you know, good rap run for me but like a lot of those uh record companies pushed out the called pushed out because that's exactly what they were right they give you a timeline and you got to release by this date there'd be a lot of filler on a lot of those albums right because they're rushed yeah when you're burning cds you're not taking the whole cd and burning and listen to it front to back like that doesn't happen that often get a lot of singles and it was it's funny because it's usually like track three and four or something like that and then to like track 12 there's another good one i don't know there's a lot for me there's a lot of from artists that i love that are like that where it's like i can't listen to this front to back yeah, and we're kind of in that age, too, where it's a lot about songs, singles, or, you know, it's not really about a whole album. And I was saying before, like, you know, even an EP is seems more common recently than an, an actual album because, you know, it's, it's easy to make five or six yeah. really good songs instead of really trying to put together 10 and then plus, uh, the, you know, yeah. and, and you're talking about the 90s, you know, all double albums are coming out like crazy. It seemed like there's always somebody had a double album. And you're like, man, you can just take the <laughs> well, best of these songs. You would have one really good album and said, I got a, I got an hour and a half I got to kill here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was just somebody released an album lately. I forget who it was, but again, the track list was crazy. It might even be that VLXL album, V Lines and Lives. And they, they, there's a, like a huge number of songs in there, and it blew my mind. Because, like you say, it's easier to make a four. Not only that, I just think, like, you know, a lot of these people don't have a budget. They're not funded. This is independent hip hop, right? Like, right. You need to, you're funding yourself. We've all got families. We've all got to work. It's hard to put out this much music, right? And I think that's why the, you know, the EP has become kind of a recipe, right? Like you can get it out in a decent amount of time. But also, vinyl's the rage now, right? Like if you want to sell True. sell merchandise of any type, you want to sell vinyl. Like I looked into getting this pressed, and holy shit, I have to remortgage my house to. Uh, to press <laughs> Is it going to take four it's four it's records to do it? Album, right? I would imagine it. You yeah. can't fit them on one vinyl. It's got to be two or three, uh, right? I think I think the, I think the price was like eighty dollars a record or per per right with the double sleeve and the and the double record. It's like, but I got to sell those for. $120 or something like this ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, even if you really love the album, you wouldn't buy it for that price. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, then it's like, you know, 
I'm just buying it for the cover, I guess, that because I really like the cover so much that I'll, I'll buy the album. But yeah, that's that's a lot, man. I mean, that that's what that's what the age we're living in. It's so much more economical, especially when you're an independent artist, just to put stuff out there and release it, get it on Spotify or iTunes or Bandcamp, and then there you go, you're good. You don't have to worry about pressing. But I'm old school. Yep. I'm I was born in the '70s, so I like holding records or cds in my hand so i'm weird like that like yeah. i'll still do the downloads and everything because that's just how it's you know able to hear it right away but eventually i'll get to a point where i might want to have you know the actual hard copy in my hand but that's expensive dude i can see why you might not do it <laughs> do you do you buy cds still yeah i mean like you know with doing this podcast if there's an artist that comes on here and they have a cd out i i usually try to get it and uh i have an old ass car man so it's it has a cd player in it so i'll i'll play that cd Yo. in the car you know, for like a week or two and just, you know, let all the tracks play out to where I really get the feel for the whole album. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll splurge and get the vinyl. Uh, not all the time, but, you know, as I, you know, I've always been a record collector and, and stuff like that. So I, I'll do it. But, you know, nowadays, like you said, it's they're so expensive. I mean, the last one I bought was like 40 something dollars. I'm like, man, I got a two year old. I don't know if I could do this anymore. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, the last couple records I bought, I bought a Dan- bought one of Daniel Sun's records and I think I think the price on that was like sixty dollars USD, and it's it's nice. Wow. Like I, I, I yeah. got the upgraded version, it's like right? Slime vinyl color and stuff like that. But the messed up thing is, like you know, when you have a family and stuff, you can only feel away so much time to go and do your thing. And right. when I'm downstairs, I've been in your hip hop album just to listen to it. I'm looking for samples, making beats, and, and doing what I'm doing, right? Um, but it's hilarious what you just said about having the old whip and the CD player because I just sold a car yesterday, my old car. <laughs> it had a CD I player in it. Realized it had a it's got a five it had a five deck uh change oh wow you're you're and, going, I, and yeah. I didn't take my i didn't take my albums out of there oh shit. so dude this guy just got not only did he, he got an old mixtape that i actually rapped on from like uh, oh man exclusive <laughs> from like 2011 but he also got uh oh man one of the old shaheen albums i'll never get that back Damn it, child! You can't like you can't find this guy. <laughs> is he local? Can you find the car driving <laughs> around and <laughs> see it parked in a driveway? Yeah, I might have to find him for that Cheyenne CD. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny though. Hopefully, he's like a rock fan or something. He's like, I didn't want that crap anyway. You could have it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's or, hilarious. Didn't even think to uh, to empty the fucking deck. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> well, you know, it, it's it's one of those things, man. I mean, CD players are kind of going by the wayside, especially in cars. And whenever I get a new yeah. car, that day's gonna come where I'm gonna have to have like Sirius FM or something and not have a CD player anymore. But yeah, that dude, he got a he got a deal. And if you start seeing those that that one with you rapping on it, like on on YouTube or something, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> See it uploaded somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Yeah, hopefully you get those CDs back. <laughs> Man, you know, another couple bangers on here that I really like. So grateful. I was really feeling this one and uh, and bring it back. Ooh, another one. All right. Yeah, those. I don't know what it was. Something about those. Every time we played the album, when it got to like the middle of it, like those songs kind of kind of got me back. And then, of course, track nine, real ones. I mean, back all three of those you know, on a row. Talk about just uh, those three songs and then uh, working with those artists, uh, Notion, Fortunato and uh, Lotus James. Yeah. So, uh, so grateful. It's, this is interesting because when you make beats and you're a beat maker, sometimes you can, uh, you make what you perceive to be a really fucking dope beat and then you sit on it for like four years and you shot it and you know it's just like you you don't understand why notion is the one that mixed and mastered this whole album oh wow right? so and so his brother is c who's on uh track five 
with Dave Archer, the old ghost track, which is also a dope track there. But those guys are dope as fuck. I talk to them all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that So Grateful beat. I gave it to Notion. He didn't do a hook on it. He just rapped on it, which is awesome. And uh, I, I, I love both those guys. I like the way they rap. And uh, that was a good fit. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that one up. Bring it back with, with Fortunato. Fortunato is also kind of like, uh, he, you know, he, he's super into the theme here. The guy does a lot for hip hop, not only here, but I believe on the East Coast too. I don't know if he was born out there or what, but um, I know he's got ties out there. And I think he, he signed in with Black Buffalo Records out there. But again, really cool guy. I didn't know him. I just hit him up. I said, you know, are you interested in the project? We worked it out. He picked that beat. Um, it's funny because I sent him a beat, back, a beat pack and I said, you know, I think this is the one he's going to pick. And he did. How often yeah, does that he, happen when you send beats, like a beat pack to somebody where you actually... Almost never. Okay. I was going to say, that almost seems like never. it's probably not the case. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he he goes in on that, and they, there's some there's just some lines on there that I'm just like, holy shit! And his flow is so consistent, like he's just he's dialed in for sure on that track. And the beat the beat's good too. I like that beat. It's got some really good. It's got a really like it's like uh, it's well balanced. The sample's clean. The bass line's really clean, and it just kind of hits hard. Um, but yeah, he was a pleasure to work with that. So that's out there too. And then the real ones with Lotus. This one's interesting too because I had a friend over who was asking me to kind of help him learn how to make beats and that beat is what came out of that session and it's funny because he was watching all these videos on how to do shit with with different dogs and stuff like that and, and i'm old school like i underuse the technology so i don't know how to do shit like i sample <laughs> i put the drums over it i play a bass line and i'm like I, I mix it a little bit and i'm like yeah good to go and he's like he was showing me how to do the uh the bass slides so that's crazy man <laughs> shout out, yeah yeah definitely shout out to my buddy jay candles there because he taught me how to do the bass slide which is like you'll hear it in a lot of my in a lot of my songs i love that sound man like that that bam. and i have a i have a five string bass i don't even know what you would call it but the but the glass finger piece to do those that so you don't fucking kill your finger on the uh on those fat bass strings but i mean when you only have a limited amount of time to make beats it takes that much longer when you got to hook up instruments and stuff like that it's not like we have all day in the studio so for me to be able to do that with a midi it just blows my mind and you can you can <laughs> fucking go up and down octaves and stuff and like right. yeah that bass slide is like my new favorite thing in life so um but that beat that like that sample is from an old rock record that's probably a lot um if they had heard it not chopped up um they yeah catch so <laughs> yeah lotus j fucking amazing artist so there's a lot of guys on here uh there's a group called lunchroom poet mc and it consists of young stitch lotus james Billy Rags, the last man I'm having trouble with. Uh, I tried to hit him up and he, he never got back to me, but he, he's dope as well. Like the whole group, amazing. If you guys ever have time to from Poet Cyphers and, and the whole album they did is just fire, but I'm still talking to Lotus James tracks in the mix, so looking forward to doing more work with him because I like he's just crazy to me. Yeah. He's got crazy wordplay and yeah man um yeah he's he's still he's out here working still he's not he's, he's not halfway with the foot out the door type of thing right that's what's up man and all these artists on here like the ones you mentioned and they're they're sprinkled in here you know you fully regs you mentioned him and are these artists that you might do uh, a full album with you know just like just you and that one artist anything like that in the future yeah actually i mean I, uh if you look on my band camp i've already done an album with b1 feeding pool 
Okay. Um, that's a, that's an EP. Um, he and I did an EP by Toxic City. That's I actually rap on that one, which is you know it is what it is. <laughs> I started I started I started rapping a long time ago. It's like something that it's not my favorite thing to do, but you know every once in a while you make a beat, you're like oh, I gotta write some to this. And, uh, <laughs> it just kind of happens. Well, you're feeling it's your own beats, things. man. You know that's all. That's all that is, right? Did you ever you ever watch the um, shit? Uh, I forget the documentary name. It's on Netflix, but it was Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. No, I never saw. I've always meant to, but I never caught that one. They talk about something like that okay. in there. Well, I mean, Dre mentions he's like, yeah, you know, like I rap and shit, but I don't like to. <laughs> he's like, I don't like doing shows. <laughs> That's funny too, out. because you know he's known for you know obviously is is rapping. Well, I mean, obviously he's known for producing and everything else too. But you know, he's his albums are chronic and stuff. He's on every track, you know. So it's it is funny to hear oh, him say that and you think about it in hindsight yeah um to hear him say that it's like that 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 was near to my heart because i'm like yeah you know like i can rap and i'm you know like you take it how it is you can judge it how you want but like i'm, I'm decent enough at it where i can put out an album but like i i don't enjoy doing it you know like, <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to explain me. it's a love-hate relationship like i, I did I got a few you. shows way way back in the day and i just did not like it i was like you know i'd be more comfortable just back here um, so that's how the thing came to be. Like, I think I've been making beats for, I don't know, two decades now. Man, so you've been in the game for a while then. Did you pick up the mic initially or did you always make beats first? Was there like a one that you did no, initially? Was, yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely the microphone first, which was probably like an old computer fucking microphone. <laughs> um, just sounding like trash. And then, uh, you know, you get tired of, you get tired of rapping on it. Well, I need my own, and then you can't find anybody. But like back then, twenty years ago, it was hard to connect with people, right? That's um, true. Obviously, the internet was still around, but like there wasn't there wasn't the same amount of access to talent. Like if I put it this way, if I tried to make this album twenty years ago, I'd be fucked. Oh you know? my god! There's no way. I, you know, I, I'd have to like I'd, ha- I'd basically have to be a record company A and R. I'd have to go to some sleazy joints and listen to every rap act that was you know that was performing, and be like, and then run up to him with a business card and be like, hey, I'd like to make you part of this record. Then we'd have to find a studio, go reel the reel. And, and cut the record, right? So Man, that's a yeah. good point. Makes think, I, we just brought up Dr. Dre. You think about the chronic and how many different artists are on that album. It's kind of like the same idea, you know, and that's Crazy. in the 90s. So you're thinking like, yeah, for, in order for you to hook up with all these artists, know who they are, know they're any good, and then to actually, you'd have to like go to the studio with every one of them and and, and link up times and days and think all the, all the time you'd have to put into doing that instead of just, here's an email, here's the track. <laughs> here's, here's my first. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it's insane. And, you know, there are a few of these these tracks that I helped produce in the fact, you know, that we went back and forth or um, I'm a big fan of getting the vocals. Like I'll loop a beat up, give it to you. You have you record the vocals, you give me the vocals back and then I'll build it up around it. I'm a huge fan of that. I couldn't tell you how many of those I did on. But um, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I mean, compared to what you would have had to do back then, I did very work, right? So definitely the Internet and just the, the age we live in uh, aided this effort. Oh, without a doubt, man. Like you, like you said, I couldn't even imagine how you would do this. You'd be sitting in some clubs <laughs> just trying to figure out, all right, who's this, who's this Daniel's son guy? Let me see if he's any good, and then I'll ask him to be on my record. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I can't even can't even imagine. Yeah, man, you know, it's funny because things are so so different back then, but some things are better, some things are not. And uh, I think the age we live in now and with internet and even with COVID, you know, people are reaching out and being more creative on how they get stuff out there and produced and made. And I think it's making everybody have to rethink how they do things and we're all adapting 
And that's that's awesome, man. I mean, like I said, it's a lot of artists to figure out, and uh, you definitely killed it on this one. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah man. And, and you know, what, one of the things that I can say that's really fucking cool is that more than I see the actual exposure that they're getting, like a lot of these guys are getting plays on uh, DJ Premier's Sirius XM show. Nice. I mean, that, that's awesome to see, right? Like where, you know, back in the day when record companies ruled the world, you know, like you said, Shockler, Cardinal, Official, those, those would be the only guys you would hear, right? It's like when I walk into an airport and I hear Canadian artists, like, you know, it's like Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez. And, you know, it's funny. I, I still hear hearing, you know, these guys that I know are very humble guys very talented on 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 those platforms is, is awesome um love to see it and, and it, it's crazy that it happens right like you you know yeah i can't say i ever knew that justin bieber was from canada i didn't even i don't i never even thought about anything about that dude oh yeah and now i, I got some in an air... <laughs> I, I, I was in uh, i think it was rdu i was in the airport there and uh like it, like three songs back to back to back canadian artists and i was like what the hell's going on here like <laughs> kill, we're killing the, we're killing the game right now with our pop artists <laughs> right it used to be actors i guess there's still a lot of good canadian actors but now yeah the, the music is is coming out so that's salute <laughs> justin bieber is not the pinnacle uh, for everybody listening that is that is not a compliment for him but everybody else <laughs> unless you like uh justin bieber maybe smoke well you'll be doing a record with him soon hey i got no problem with the beats didn't he try um, to rap like but... 10 years ago or something and i don't remember oh something. man i have no idea i remember uh being really high with my girlfriend and we were at the we're at the mall that had the cinema in there and we were like looking at what movie to go see she was like you know let's go look watch the justin bieber documentary and i'm like you know i'm all for it like i just watched the um (laughs) the one on uh fuck what's the guy with the tattoos all over his face and uh the the colorful hair and shit um uh snitched on everybody oh i I can't think i know who you're talking about but for some reason i'm drawing a blank on the guy either way like I'm, I'm all about watching music documentaries. I love to hear the backstory. So, but when I came out of that Justin Bieber documentary, I was like, fuck, like this guy did it. Like he's from, he's from a town called Strat, like 45 minutes away from me. And this guy used to like busk when he was like six years old with a, with a bunch of five gallon pails and drumsticks. And he'd sit out and like play drums and sing and shit. Like, he, like this guy literally did the come up, like the way it it should be done for a you know a, a heroic story like that. So I guess you, you got to give it to him, right? Oh, for sure you do. And <laughs> you, you you have a lot of respect, and that's I like watching those backstories because you know it's easy to say Justin Bieber, the you know whatever you want to call him, but when you hear the backstory, you're like, man, that guy deserves his respect. I never thought I'd be doing that. Uh, props to Justin Bieber. There we go. <laughs> he smoked <laughs> well. You did, yeah, man. It's like when I had Cool Kim on here, and he had me. Uh, kind of backhand complimenting vanilla ice i'm like dude what are you doing <laughs> so so it, it happens i guess i guess there's a there's a there's a time for everything that i would never think i would be doing <laughs> you know another track on here i really liked was that good morning one man i couldn't help but like that one yes. gets in my head and i'm like you know good morning like i'm Ooh. doing that shit all day man yeah so that was uh that one was a contender for the first track of the album um, that makes sense yeah I, yeah i had that up first a lot of times s is awesome awesome guy just great human being i've seen him perform live and he absolutely kills it and uh he's actually one of the people that i met i think it was at a beat battle and he was performing and just just great guy bought him you know many of i think i own all of his albums um but you know him and then and, and then he records at uh dj merciless has a studio i'm not sure exactly where he's located but like he kills it with the cut so when i need cuts he, he's my go-to guy 
and S was recording in his studio. I knew nothing about it, but but he laid down that good morning cut, and that's actually Cardinal Official, oh, which nice. I didn't know either. So, I mean, when I got that back, I was like, holy shit, like, you guys did this up. Um, yeah, it's a great track. Um, I don't know about you, but, like, S, S, you know, being from Chicago, S kind of reminds me of a little bit of Common Sense. Okay. I think, you know, when I go back and play that song, I'm going to listen to see if his cadence kind of reminds me of Common and... You might be right on that. I, I I didn't catch it the first couple times, but definitely I'm looking for just like I'm looking for that bass line and a couple other uh, songs you produce. So yeah, yeah, de- definitely not the cadence, but just like the voice and the delivery. Oh, I the see. Overall, just chilled, laid uh-huh. back vibe. Right. But yeah, super cool guy to work with. Man, and then of course you got like a posse cut on here. Shook around. I mean that one with the Mob Deep sample yep. and everything. Salute for that one. That one definitely was a really awesome track on here. Yeah, that's one of that's one of my favorite beats on the album. And again, it's funny because. That was sent to so many people who turned it down, and uh, I could never. But um, salute to Danielson for for setting that up. He he set that whole uh, collaboration up. He got his boy Cypher Soze and Ethan Eastwood on there. Um, both dope. Both do their own thing solo as well. Um, check out their solo stuff for sure because those guys are all heavy hitters. Yeah, no doubt, man. Where can people find this album? Is it on? I saw it on Bandcamp. Uh, you're on iTunes as well, right? And what are some other places people yeah, can find on, the album? Yeah, it's on Bandcamp. But it's on uh, pretty much you know every digital outlet you can find. Occasion the other day after like a month, if anybody uses Deezer. <laughs> Man. But, uh, yeah i mean apple music it, everywhere and the first time i saw your name was uh rock abraham he had posted yeah. a remix you did for him and cool keith for the yes joint and i got to ask you about that yeah. song and you know rock has been on the show here about a year ago uh and i still talk with him and he's been releasing some bangers himself talk about working with Definitely rock abraham and that track you know when when you work with a lot of rappers there's like a lot of egos going around and like a lot of people that are just like not enjoyable um you know he's one of these guys where i'll chop it up with him just to sh- shoot the shit right like i like the guy he's a good guy um but forget like i linked up with him through steve again steve's a big homie he helped me out with a lot of this stuff right. but late linked with rock through c and then he was like like i'm looking to have this joint remix i don't know he liked it and then i did a second one for him we've done two there's a third in the works potentially still and we're working on definitely a single and potentially maybe an ep oh man i got a lot uh, of information there he didn't tell me that yeah (laughs) okay so i mean but yeah like like rock's like super cool guy and and, i mean he kills it um i remember the first time i heard him i was like man this dude i need to work with him and then you know it's it's just a relief when you when you hear somebody that dope and you're just like oh shit he's he's actually like a nice guy we can can kick it and chop it up like because some people just fuck man they have the ego that you just can't get around and it's it's uh it's tough to deal with no i i could see that for you i mean you're dealing with so many artists you know with with your tracks and everything and yeah when uh rock uh and i linked up and i heard that from the mud album i was like man this is really damn good and and i've been cool to him ever since and shout out to rock abraham and yeah that's awesome you guys might be working on a whole album and doing you know more songs together remixes and such that's uh that's that's music to my ears man <laughs> literally that's that's awesome yeah. man and he's a really good yeah. dude he, so yeah he's awesome to work with i think you know for a minute there i was just his remix guy but uh <laughs> we got some original <laughs> stuff coming out but uh also uh, just just for the record none of the guys that i worked with on this album were jerks so oh there you um, go right, everybody, in case they're listening, everybody's right. been great yeah. <laughs> you know i just you know pre- i've been doing this a long time and previous experiences there's been a lot of uh you know projects in the works that did not come out for one reason or another and it's usually like you know i'm a pretty modest guy i'm, I'm pretty chill and laid back but you know i just 
you can only stand so much bullshit, right? <laughs> That's true, man. And I'm sure if there was a jerk you worked with, you know, maybe it would even come out. Like, there's an interview I did on here that I've never put out, and it'll never come out because um, he was a complete <laughs> asswipe. So uh, that being said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing everything you put out was with, with real quality people, and that's why people know about it. And unless the jerk can really spit, it'd be hard to say <laughs> that you wouldn't put it out there, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, these are definitely all quality guys, all still, you know, mostly still, I should say, very active in in uh, in the hip hop scene a lot of these guys still putting out records so like go check them all these guys are all solid stuff you may be retiring soon i don't know i, I don't want to speak on behalf of them but uh, we'll see man man like i said salute for this album everybody listening go check out smokewell presents the northern lights tape and uh, where can people follow you and find anything else you're doing and just keep up with what you're up to and all the future stuff that we could be expecting yeah definitely smokewell records on instagram I mean, that's kind of my main social media go-to. Um, Smoke all records on Facebook. Facebook's going downhill, so I don't use it yeah, much anymore. Uh, I'm only on there for family stuff, you know, so they could see the pictures exactly. and, and things. So, yeah. yeah, like I said, Instagram is my main one. But, yeah, absolutely. Follow me. Give me a shout-out. You know, hit me up. I'm, I'm open to chat. You know, just chat with people. Hey, I found your album. You know? Man. Like, yeah, let's chop it up. Like, what, you, what, what questions do you have? Like, there I'm it open is. To, I'm, open to, I'm open to chat and chill. No doubt. And one of these days, I've never been to Canada, and I, I as I mentioned to you before, a couple weeks weeks back i'm we're trying to figure out a way to get up to toronto maybe next summer so hopefully if i ever come up there and you're around i'll hit you up or something man but definitely looking forward to going to niagara falls and checking out toronto and canada i've never been to canada man so i'm i need to get out the country one of these days (laughs) you got you got got to make it up to toronto for sure we were talking remember we you know i said it's it's nice like chicago chicago is one of my favorite stuff but definitely yeah great place to visit niagara falls Yeah, for yeah, the tourist events, but not as nice. But uh, you you got to still right. And you said you've been to Chicago a couple times, right? You liked it here uh, the few times you've been here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've mostly just experienced kind of the nightlife. Like I said, I mean, the, the biggest shocker to me was when I learned that the bars closed at four a.m. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not expecting that, yeah, the after hours spots. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're expecting last call, but when you when you think it's two and it's actually four, and you got to work in the morning, it's a problem. Oh, <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Yeah, that that is, yeah. If you got to be up in like two hours and you're still drinking and you haven't slept or anything, you're gonna you're gonna yeah, and you, it, and you got the whole squad with you and they're all coming, so everybody's along for the ride. A <laughs> lot of a hey, lot lot of people a lot of people putting on brave faces in the morning. That's what it's all about, man. <laughs> man, it's funny, dude. I, I remember those days. It's been a long time, but I had a few of those days. Uh, yeah. Not recently, but. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> ten years ago, maybe something like that. You don't you, don't, you and you, and you don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes no, but mostly no. Yeah, not not really. Uh, I'm almost at a point now where like it's hard to get me to go to the store, let alone go to a club or a concert or something. It just ain't happening. <laughs> and you throw COVID yeah. on top of it, it just ruins everything. It's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It really, uh, it definitely changed things for everybody. So, yeah, without a doubt, man. Man, salute to Smokewell. Check him out. Check out this new album, The Northern Lights Tape. 17 tracks of straight fire, not one filler on the whole thing. Do not sleep, man. Thanks again for coming on the Infinite Banter podcast, dude. Hey, much respect. Thank you very much for showing love and appreciation. And thanks for having me, dude. 
No doubt, man. Oh, of course, man. Appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Really cool talking to Smokewell. Definitely, everybody listening, go check out that album, Smokewell Presents a Northern Lights Tape. Can't can't push it enough. Definitely need to check that out. Let's play another track off that album. This right here, it's a track I talked about in the interview. Really like this song. It's called Good Morning, featuring Ez and DJ Merciless. And when you know when I heard it, I kept singing that good morning. <laughs> in my head and uh it's really catchy in a good way really really liked it so we're gonna play this introduce this song to you guys and definitely like i said go check out his album and i gotta get up to the great white north one of these days looking forward to checking on niagara falls and actually we're gonna do that virtually here is that even the right words and talking to him on a phone uh <laughs> talk to jamal gasol after this he's up in niagara falls talk about his album oxtail with deuce ellis but before we do that let's play another track from smokewell this is good morning featuring s and dj merciless on the infinite banter podcast good morning, morning. gotta keep my mind moving Check it, yeah. The morning supplies the sunshine to brighten my day. I wake up fully charged at the sight of the rays. Anticipating the mountains, I'm climbing to reach the zenith. The feet is reaching the peak in progression over the previous 24 hours. Battery charging, I'm powered the most high. My lifeline, like wire harnessing power. I vibe for the upper climb elevation. A model from sun up to sundown. Repeat the cycle tomorrow. Operating on borrowed time. The kind that got no give backs. Opposing forces distract. Objectives. Of a mismatch alignment. The lock and key to team refinement. Without the team defining dreams, we'll never see the shine. Therapeutic, I need to write this truth on my night shift. Rap, insomniac, woke, stay open like my eyelids. Mentals in constant motion, reflecting on opportunities led astray to make tomorrow better than my yesterday. The morning creeps up with no warning Darkness transitions to light The crack of dawn Take a crack at the wrongs From the previous day Make it right and start achieving Hoorays and hurrahs Known to look out, outsiders looking in with an agenda could get took out. Pay me a dollar for every supposed word that's born, but got broken. I swear I even have a book out. Publishing all, make sure to read the font print. Soon as you read the jargon, boy, how quickly does the mind shift? Point that I'm trying to make it sleeps the cousin of death. So keep your third eye open till the very last breath. Stay awake through the darkness. It's far fetched, like procrastination of dreams. Symbolism of a park bench. Mind the company you keep, keep the realest ones around you. The realest ones gonna be the ones that ground you Pound you when you're doing well Surround you when you about to fail Crown your king but when the chips are down Snakes off the bell Couple of thoughts I ponder well into the AM Even when my eyes is closed my mind is still awakened The morning creeps up with no warning Darkness transitions to light The crack of dawn Take a crack at the wrongs from the previous day Make it right and start achieving Hoorays and hurrahs Never go far without a reach for the sky Stay hungry with my arms stretched for a piece of the pie So in my mind, I keep my eyes open even when I'm tired and yawning Fight the cousin of death and fire for the morning
peace. It's your boy Fillmore Green. You're now listening to the Infinite Banter podcast, the Infinite Banter show, whatever the fuck you call it. It's infinite. The names are infinite. Everything's infinite. Salute to the homie DJ Soundwave. We rocking. Peace. All right, you heard from Smokewell. We'll play uh, one more song to end the show from his album. Smokewell presents a Northern Lights tape. That was Good Morning. Now we're going to switch over to Niagara Falls, go on the other side of the border, and talk to our guy Jamal Gasol about his album with Deuce Ellis called Oxtail. And this track here is called Chamber 31. And we talked about it in the interview, and you'll hear that coming up. Real banger, kicks off the EP, and you'll hear in the interview how he came up with the idea for this title. And it kind of blew my mind a bit. So hear this song, and think about that when you're hearing the interview, because we're going to talk about this track so here we go chamber 31 from oxtail the new ep deuce ellis and jamal gasol and on the other side of this we will talk to jamal himself here on the infinite banter podcast I'm Tom Brady under pressure, handle with any measure, always business over pleasure, I'm getting better and better, working with Deuce Ellis, flow sick as an unresponsible diabetic, I heard your new tape coming, I didn't sweat it, I was 20 in the hole, clear my debt, the beef is dead, then I got the best ticket, inflicted, I made an effort, look me in my eyes and tell me you never told a lie, they say the good die young, so I'm still alive, coming out the crib, Jimmy Snooker fly, if it's me or you, I let them bullets fly, Lucky if you don't lose an eye Only time I'm really making music Is when homie dry And I never switch sides We ain't letting shit slide How you gonna go against the crane From the inside General go ride for his camp Pimp a valid stamp Wouldn't work till I see the events In both of my hands Having mutual friends Didn't make you my man Tried to keep it cordial Before the fame made you unaffordable All these jail tales But you ain't tell who was extorting <laughs> Talking to myself You can't win when niggas short And you the kid was a nickel, so now it's portable. Real niggas feel me like they reading in braille. What you know about praying when it came to the chill? It's a way of life. I know right from wrong, but I played it right. Tell them cocksuckers beat it before I change the price. But I just look mean between the lines, nothing nice. Ace of spades chilling on the ice for the night. Uptown Brady under pressure. Handle with any measure. Always business over pleasure. I'm getting better and better. Working with you is better. Most sick is an unresponsible diabetic. I heard you New tape coming, I get sweat. Time Brady under pressure, handle with any measure. Always business over pleasure. We're getting better and better. Working with Deuce Ellis, flow sick as an unresponsible diabetic. I heard your new tape coming, I'm getting sweaty. Yo, what up? It's Vase right here with DJ Soundwave. Check out that infinite banter. Nothing but raw hip-hop, man. We from Miami, 305. But this hip-hop shit is global, man. From everywhere, man. 
You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now, joined by a man who's got a new project out right now with Deuce Ellis. It's called Oxtail. Welcome to the show, the one and only Niagara Falls representing Jamal Gasol. What's up, man? What's good? What's going on with you? Man, man, good. It's Oxtail EP. Straight Heat, man. Gotta ask you about it, this album that you and Deuce Ellis put together. Uh, talk about the concept, like what you guys are planning to do with this when you first started making it. Well, originally, we had a, a different title in mind, actually. He was trying to make it like a uh, like a cult following. He was gonna actually call it the cult of Piff. Got you. But um, as, as much as I come to New York and everybody knows my fetish for oxtail, like I love oxtail, we had decided to name the tape that. So we um we ended up coming up with oxtail towards the end of doing the project. Like the first couple days, we were sticking with cult of Piff. But as we start getting more into it and being a little more versatile, trying different stuff, uh, I feel like oxtail was a good fit for it. I think I had oxtail soup, man. Like. Dude, I'm talking like 20 years ago. <laughs> I remember liking it, but I wasn't told it was oxtail to after I ate it. Because if I was told, I would never have touched it. Because I'm one of them dudes. Like I, I don't, I'm not very adventurous with uh with food. <laughs> so if it, if it's something something I would never try, I'm not gonna try it. Tell me about oxtail, man. How do you how do you cook it up, and how big of a deal is it for you when you eat that? Like you said, going to New York. I've never made oxtail. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my girl made oxtail for me one time, but I normally get it when I'm in New York City, or I go out the bus. Buffalo to um like Dr. Birds or Carib- Got you. Caribbean Experience on Bailey. It's a couple um joints out there. Um, they definitely got the, the oxtail. Like today, Friday, it'll be oxtails all over out there today. I might actually go out there tonight now that we're talking about it. There it is. Man, I, <laughs> I might have to try it, man. I, I've had it in soup. How, how do you usually eat it? Is it in soup as well? Or is it just like. Oh, no, a- no. Nah, nah, it's just the actual meat itself on the bone. You know what I mean? Just, oh, okay. You hold, you eat the bone, you eat around the bone. The bone is in the center. You just eat the meat around it. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> all right, man. One of these days. Though. I'll tell the wife I need some oxtail. Jamal said it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust him. You know, what I mean? <laughs> talk about Niagara Falls, man, because it's not a place you hear a lot about when you talk about hip hop. You know, MCs, producers, DJs, and such. Talk about the scene there coming up in Niagara Falls. I mean, it's it's um. How do I explain this? Um, I, uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a low low populated city. Uh, not many jobs. You know, everybody goes to work. Try to try to get by. Um, very poverty stricken. It doesn't seem like it, but like behind closed doors and getting to know people, you'll notice that a lot of people are going through hard times around Niagara Falls. Like there's good days, bad days. Everybody has those, but like Niagara Falls is just overlooked because of the, um, the waterfall and the tourism. Everybody think it's, oh, it's good. It's good out there because it's a tourist city, but it's really rough. Right. You know what I mean? Once you pass 4th Street, it's not the same. And I would bet with, you know, everything's been going on the last couple of years, there's not that many people going there to see it. So I'm sure the economy is, you know, it's not, it's not bringing that outside money like maybe it once did a couple of years ago before all this, this shit started. Right. Back to the album being called Oxtail, uh, the first track, Chamber 31. Yeah, the Tom Brady reference, man, I'm definitely a sports nerd. So I caught that immediately, even though he beat up my bears a few weeks ago really bad. But uh, <laughs> talk about, talk about, uh, are you are you a Bills fan, by the way? I'm going to be honest. I'm not a Bills fan. Like, I'm not a diehard day one Bills fan. Uh-huh. I just like the Bills because of the home, it's the hometown team. You know what I mean? But Josh Allen and um, I would, I would go back to Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor definitely put in the, um, Buffalo Bills on a bigger plateau, yeah. and since then, since his, since his attribute to the team, they've increased. Even though he's not there anymore, but I always take it back to him as being like the the step up of the Buffalo Bills. 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember all those Super Bowls with, you know, Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Bruce Smith. And yeah, they had some some juggernaut teams that just could never get over the, the hump. But uh, yeah, the Bills these days are one of the better teams in the NFL. But yeah, talk about that song, Chamber 31. It really kicks off the EP. Yeah, um, Deuce made that beat the first night I uh, actually linked up with him down in New York. He made that on... Um, Rizza's keyboard who we got from the late Papa Wu. Wow. He was um sure he was I seen him talking about it before and he had the keyboard right there and he's like, Yeah, I could whip it out right now. And he turned it on. Um all the settings and stuff is still on there from when Rizza previously owned it. That's crazy. So a lot of the sounds and stuff like and it had um he made the beat and it started to give me that old return of the thirty six chambers vibe. Yeah. That Wu Tang you know what I mean? So I'm like, should we go call this one Chamber 31? Nobody, I don't never hear nobody talk uh, about the Chambers individually. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a homage, uh, like the homage to Wu-Tang. Man, now I get it. There it is. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, see, now, now I'm glad I asked you because now I learned so much more about that track. And it just elevates it even more, man. That's that's amazing. That RZA had that. That's crazy that that's sitting there and you're using it still to this day. And the history of that, you know, that machine going all the way till now and you're still making bangers on it. That's crazy. Right, right. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely made a hit off of that joint for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Another banger on here, the Show and Prove track. I really like that one a lot. Talk about that song that you guys cooked up. Yeah, he, um, Deuce, Deuce made the whole project, let's say, all the beats over the weekend. I think Digi Dance was something that we had slept well, I slept on later on and finally got on it. Right. But um, Show and Prove, he did that the second day I was out there. We was at Trevor Lane crib when he was uh, making that in the basement, down there smoking, watching Chinese movies, eating and shit, just kicking, like just trying to get some motivation in a, a creative space. But Show and Prove, he came with um over at Trevor Lang's crib out in Jersey. Yeah, that one's another banger. And uh, I'm trying to remember, was there a video for that song too? Yeah, yeah, it's a video out now for that. Right. It's on um it's on YouTube. I think um Conley Smoke posted it for us. Right. So everybody listening, go check it out on YouTube as well as listen to the EP. And you know, another song on here, you know, big one, Friends. It's funny because I saw the track listing, I saw Houdini in the kitchen, I saw the song Friends. I was thinking of Houdini. Like immediately <laughs> it made me think of the, the group Houdini, but uh talk about that <laughs> track Friends, man, and uh yeah, probably the, my favorite song on the whole EP. Yeah, Friends was a was really a fun track. Like I mean, me and Deuce collaborating here. I'm a team player. You know what I'm saying? So I the album to sound like all Jamal Gasol. So I was uh, trying to adapt with Deuce's sound and style. Like Friends was actually the first song Deuce was working on when I got to New York. He was already working on that. He just had the hooks. Right. And um, I wrote the verses right there on the spot. Everything I did was on the spot, like from verses, hooks, all that. I did it as he was making the beat. And Friends, he the concept he was going with on it was like a, like a friends with benefit type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. It don't got to be a love, you know what I mean? relationship thing and that's where i was going with it like on some friends with benefits you know i said we should just let it be i was go be me and you could have fun without being a thing you know what i'm saying because with with how the image and media pushes on females to like if he ain't doing this then don't do that you know what i'm saying it's about having fun everybody bends the rules truth be told everybody goes out their way in a sense in order to have fun sometimes so i feel like friends was a track that was expressing like how we just trying to have a good time just trying to have fun you know what i mean leave the feelings at home it's the best way to do it man you know what nobody wants to go to a party or do something fun and then there's somebody bringing all their baggage with them nah nobody wants right. that <laughs> like it's like they like they tell you don't bring sand to the beach <laughs> right <laughs> there it is man you know what i'm saying yeah those those that'll always be true 
So everybody listening, you know, even if you're not by a beach, don't bring that shit with you. <laughs> Leave that shit at home. <laughs> right, right. Man. Yeah, that, that song like really, really caught me as soon as I heard it. I was like, yeah, this is definitely, you know, the track that definitely is a standout joint. And uh, talk about the cover art, too. I mean, that's that's a crazy cover. Like as soon as you see, obviously you see the ox on there, but it's like it's like split in half, like some Two-Face type shit. Yes, yeah, um, Squat Deadface made that for us. Um, shout out to the homie, man. He do a lot of cover arts in the game. I'm sure you're well aware of. He did um, Fly God is an Awesome God, I believe the first cover. Um, he did a couple other covers, like I said before, but um, he um, he basically collaborated me and Deuce's logo with the oxtail. Like you see the blunt out of his mouth ah, and right. then the, the heart eye. So it's a collaboration of cult classics and piff music. So he put all of our, uh, he collaborated our logo for the art. That's awesome, man. And talk about that, the piff and everything like that, the merchandise and everything you got going on. Because I see you're, you're not just music. You know, both of you guys are doing so much more than it. Talk about all the other things you have to offer to fans and people who are interested. I've been explaining more about the definition of piff lately. It's passionate investments to feed my family. You know what I mean? So nice. I've, I've been using that piff term for years, but finally making a, a meaning for the acronym helped me out over the years. Because, you know, everybody was big on initials for some reason. And like initials was in, but um, I started to be able to explain it more. And I've been um pushing the merch as far as like you see the little piff head logo, the smoke head, right? And um, I had that logo since 2010. So I just finally been using it more. I would always include it in music videos and stuff like that. Maybe put it on the shirt for myself. There was a demand for it when I finally stepped into more of like the um, boom bap genre era. It was definitely a bigger demand for merchandise with that included on it. So I started putting it on t-shirts, hoodies, hats, rolling trays. And then I had started, I made, a, I got another logo made, which is my Mr. 31 logo. That's awesome. And there's a website, right? People can get some of this merchandise, right? If they want to get the, the PIF logo on something or. Yeah, the official website, jamalgasaw.com. I got all my music available for streaming. I mean, um, all my music as far as like physical CDs, sweaters, hoodies, merchandise, period, at my website, jamalgasaw.com. Man, man. Everybody listening, definitely go check out the website. And there's another track going back a bit I wanted to ask you about because I'm a big fan of The Wire. And I saw It's a Dirty Game. And, man, that's a that Marlo right at the beginning, that clip. And then, of course, the song itself. Uh, I just wanted to go back and talk about that record. The one with Marlo, that was um the first one, right? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we was getting out the game. Yeah, yeah. We, we had Slim Childs in the meet Um, That project came. I got raided March 23rd. I bought those beats from V-Don March. I bought those beats from V-Don that morning. But it was like 2, 3 in the morning. And then I got raided at like 8.30 in the morning. What so the I didn't even have a, I didn't have no concept or nothing. I just had came across Omerta on SoundCloud one day and became a big Edo fan from that moment. Like, Omerta is one of my favorite albums that influenced me to really step my game up. Right. So listening to that and I started becoming a fan of V-Don through that album. I bought beats from him directly. And when that happened, I was like a little discouraged with rap. I didn't want to do music for him. And I was like, man, I got a, I got a case going on. I got to figure out my freedom. This, that, and a third. I had a CPS case going on. Right. And, and in the midst of that, I was able to calm down over time and try to get my head back into the music. And I just kept thinking like, yo, it's a dirty game. Like, man, this is just a dirty game. Like the streets was just not right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I went with that concept and expressed myself musically. So, when I was saying, like, I was out of the game, been there, done that, like how Marlo said, that was my intro to, like, yo, really taking rap serious. 
You know what I'm saying? So that was my transition for me. Man, I can't even imagine what that was like for you. And uh, it sounds like, for better or worse, you came out better on the other side of it. So salute oh, for that. Oh, yeah, man. Thank thank God, man. Pay your attorneys, man. Pay your attorney. <laughs> Don't get those Peter Francis DeRacy type cats, right? The, uh, yeah, yeah the public, public pretenders really ain't the best for you, man. For real. <laughs> public pretender. I never heard that before. I like that. That's funny, man. <laughs> I see in here, Deuce Ellis does comic books. I'm a big comic nerd. I mean, how do I not know this? Do you read comic books too? Are you a big fan of comics? And how's his work? Um, actually, I'm into comics, but I'm not the comic guy. I'm I'm very artistic, though. I like I like to get um comic style drawings done of that nature. Like right. my sturdy pot, my sturdy pot cover arts, I have all done in like a like a, a comic cinematic style in a sense. When it with the colors and um the cartoon designs and stuff like that. But yeah, Deuce um Deuce got the comic book. I think Midnight of the Euro Burrows, if I pronounce that correctly. Yeah, that joint is actually a, a good comic, man. I like I like the creativity behind that. You know what I'm saying? Man, definitely need to check that out. I'm definitely sleeping because I'm like I said, I'm a big comic book fan and nerd and everything. So definitely need to check out that comic book from Deuce Ellis. Any more visuals we can expect from this EP, and what can we expect going forward for Jamal Gasol? Well, um. The physical copies just dropped today at cultclassics.com. We got merch as well with hoodies. I'm actually about to get the ball rolling on the next project. I got the novelty of standards dropping next Friday, um, produced by Bash Reeves. That's um, Sauce Heist Brother. That's my boy out there from Brooklyn. Me and him got tight over the last couple of years, and we finally was able to put a project together. So I've been loading up for that, getting videos, advertisement, marketing schemes, all that together. So we can get this uh, project out there and, and get everybody still in tune. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. And where can people follow you online and, uh, you know, like social media, Instagram, places like that? You can look up who is Jamal Gasol on all um, social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook is more like a personal. I'm on there, but I'm more like on there for personal because my friends and family and whatnot. Yeah. And then um, my official website, jamalgasol.com. Um, you can search Jamal Gasol on all music streaming platforms. I'm coming up, music and videos, more YouTube, SoundCloud, everywhere. You know what I mean? Jamal Gasol, you can Google me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Get on your Googles, everybody listening. Check out Jamal Gasol. Go to the website. Check out this EP, Oxtail. And, of course, you got a lot lot more coming, man. Yo, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been an honor talking to you. Salute to you in Niagara Falls. And uh, I got to go up there one day. I've never been to Niagara Falls. It's on my, my short list of places to go to so i'm hoping to get up there in the next uh, year or two okay yeah man you, you'll, you'll enjoy it as a tourist first time coming down seeing <laughs> it you'll, you'll like it <laughs> i'm sure it's cold i'm in chicago so i'm sure it's not much different i'm sure it's still cold and and just like we're dealing with right now so i'm sure the weather's not that different up there so definitely be feel like home yeah besides the water part <laughs> <laughs> ours is just like frozen and it doesn't do much you know that one's coming down so appreciate you coming on jamal gasol the new ep oxtail with deuce ellis is available right now and definitely go check him out online <laughs> there it is <laughs> man salute again yeah, for yeah. coming on here dude it's an honor talking to you dude no doubt man appreciate you having me won't be the last no doubt no doubt big up big up jamal gasol really appreciate that he's got a lot of stuff coming too so this oxtail is just the the oxtail is literally the appetizer 
<laughs> There's a lot more meat on the bone coming up. He's got some new music coming out already. I've seen him posting about it. So don't sleep. The novelty of standards is already on its way out. So definitely look for that. His new album getting ready to drop. Let's go and play one more track from this Oxtail album. And I want to introduce you guys to these artists and their albums. So here we go. Another track from that album. This is called Friends from Deuce Ellis and Jamal Gasol of their EP Oxtail. You're listening to Infinite Banter where we bring you that exclusive heat that you're not hearing anywhere else right now. So here we go. Friends from Jamal Gasol and Deuce Ellis from their EP Oxtail. Here we go. I feel your vibe, I'm flowing with you, come and roll with my tribe Feel alive, your chakras open and you're glowing inside Ass fatter since I hit it and your skin looking right Now you're on your own business and you're stacking it high You bring me comfort, not confusion, baby, pass me a lot As we pour another glass and we dance through the night You said talking about money, get a wet ass fuck And that's the shit that I like, about to tear that up, get money I ain't even about to lie to you, girl Got a lot of things going on in my world How I'm living can't afford liability in my passenger But I can see you after Said how you wanted, she told me to do the pussy like a massacre Trying to get my status up Went to a bench from an Acura, from stacking up Could you really imagine us? Down Perrion by the bathtub Had a long day, blunt roll with a back rub It's been a while since I built up trust I don't get past lust I just hope you don't change when we fuck Anytime I hit a new chick, I step the game up You probably wanna be seen, bringing my name up I don't need fake love, never use the rape drug Rare breed, can't remake us I came up, but they don't feel like much So let me take you I feel your vibe, I'm fun with you, come and roll with my tribe Feel alive, your chakras open and you're glowing inside Ass fatter since I hit it and your skin looking right Now you're on your own business and you're stacking it high You bring me comfort, not confusion, baby, pass me a lot As we pour another glass and we dance through the night She said, talking about money, get a wet ass fuck And that's the shit that I like, about to tear that up Get money Should be careful what you ask for Cause if I hit raw I'll be moving drugs out your back door I hate spending No one would prefer to stack more Still buying white tees from the back store If you mind, you mind What I'ma brag for Jealousy and envy Us being public gon' add more What you wanna make a man for You know they gon' talk But it don't matter when it's you a man I don't wanna put you up against anything out of your reach Summertime, it's a vibe Show you off on the beach Milkshake, burn all the boys out like a leech Why my man told me you was a freak We should just let it be I was gon' be You and me can have fun without being a thing I agree that I like you Might take longer than a month for me to wipe you I know these hoes spiteful Hey listen I can't be with you I'm here for you, you know what I'm saying If you got anything going on you I need somebody to talk to you I need somebody to You know, make you feel good Somebody that can come over and make you have a good time I'm here I feel your vibe, I'm fun with you, come and roll with my tribe Feel alive, your chakras open and you're glowing inside Ass fatter since I hit it and your skin looking right Now you're on your own business and you're stacking it high You bring me comfort, not confusion, baby, pass me a lot As we pour another glass and we dance through the night She said, talking about money, get a wet ass fuck And that's the shit that I like, about to tear that up, get money Yo, this is Lucky Tech. 
Check out DJ Soundwave on Infinite Banter. What up, Big Bruh? Listen to the Big Bruh Podcast. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else like to listen to your favorite podcast make sure you go subscribe rate and share it and while you at it tell your friends to tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out hey yo this is gramzilla guy grams and you're rocking with dj soundwave on infinite banter keep it locked peace Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is my man Kirk Acevedo telling me it's time to go, as he always does. He's always pushing me out the door, foot on my ass, telling me to leave. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. But before I go, I just want to do a little promotion stuff here. This right here is episode 98. We got Guy Grams coming up on the next episode. That'll be episode 99. And then episode 100 is on its way, doing something special for that one. I also have set up Mystic. Her album, Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom, is its 20th anniversary, and I've got her on tap as well she will be coming on the show can't wait to talk to her you already heard a drop from her in an episode previously so she's coming as well and she's got a lot to talk about she was with digital underground we'll talk about shock g so just want to do some promotion stuff i'm not really good at telling you guys what's coming i just kind of drop this stuff on you and you're like hey here it is listen to it but uh <laughs> i'm gonna try and do better at promoting the next artist or the next feature on the show so guy grams mystic are coming up next Got some stuff coming up in January as well. We're already booked. It's already 2022. I'm already I'm already trying to figure out February. But yeah, really appreciating. Everybody's been checking out the show. Episode 100 is almost here. Like I said, I'm trying to do something special for it. Definitely stay tuned. And suits everybody's been listening to the show, whether it's one episode or all 98 to this point. You know, salute to all of you. What's up? Big up. So as always, follow the show on social media at Infinite Banter Podcast. Rate and review the show on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. Go on YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, hear clips from past guests, previous episodes, listen on all streaming platforms. All right, let's play one last track from Smokewell. This is from his album, Smokewell Presents a Northern Lights Tape. This right here is Pasquale Suits featuring Danielson. Big up to Smokewell. Appreciate his time and big up to Jamal Gasol. I can't thank both of them enough for coming on this show and giving me this double feature episode. Mad honored to have them both on here and talk about their new projects. And definitely everybody listening, look forward to what they're doing as well coming up here. But follow them online and check out their new albums. All right, so here we go. I'll leave you with Pasquale Suits featuring Daniel Sun. This is Smokewell from his new album, The Northern Lights Tape. Big up to Jamal Gasol. Big up to Smokewell. Happy Thanksgiving. And until I do another one of these, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. Feeling low. So, Patsy, the necklace. How'd it go over with the Gumat? Beautiful. Feeling low. She fucking loves it. First, he gave her the emeralds. Then he gave her the pearls. <laughs> I got e-bell watches, too. Earrings. My girl's birthday's coming up. Fucking time it is. This life is a no game. Pour us through the four lanes.
flame switcher It's gold when the stove flame flicker You feel the shiver when the cold rain hit you When your heart turn frigid There's no more pain in you on this side I was groomed to be the top burner Pull the stool, got something poor This a dock burner Shot burglar To your blocks They're like a furnace full of hot murder Watch the cops turn up I throw a slime door Crime pay Trying to get paid without the crime part Observe the fine law I put stress on a fragile heart Rappers don't know where the true fence in the last store But it's got in 60 seconds, it's a plan Does destiny decide a life sentence in advance? Trying to reach the fans, spread my message in Japan Fly to Amsterdam and sip cold beverages in France These past quality suits, best shirt fitted Take a look at my hands, I got the world on her See the look in my eyes, I got your girl on her First I gave her the emeralds and the pearls with her These past quality suits, best shirt fitted Take a look at my hands, I got the world on her See the look in my eyes, I got your girl on her First I gave her the emeralds and the pearls with her Fuck the cards you hold, I make them fold I don't like to stay still too long, I play the role Y'all be doing the most, play your role Make the money, bend the gold, Holland Tunnel, pay the toll Chef for 20 hours in a row, save the stove And the product band worth its weight in gold Find me posted somewhere upstate, laying low Buckets head button the door, break their nose Outside in the cold, they been shaking the rough One time outside the crib, stay corrupt Try to dip from the force and I flip the truck But they never caught me on foot, I dip the cut And when they pull up, all you see is couple beamers and cars fleeing Crackhead neighbors never keeping the yards clean Peace to the ones that still sleep when I'm not team The shorty smell like premium sardines These pants quality suits, man, shirt fitted Take a look at my hands, I got the world on her See the look in my eyes, I got your girl on her First I gave her the emeralds and the pearls with her These pants quality suits, man, shirt fitted Take a look at my hands, I got the world on her See the look in my eyes, I got your girl on her First I gave her the emeralds and the pearls with her Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.